Lose the Cape Podcast, episode 77. Happy Wednesday, everyone. So Aubrey and I just both went through a very traumatic experience called self-employment taxes and filing taxes at the end of the year, being a sole proprietor. Uh, It was nasty dirty, and we did not enjoy the process, either one of us. Um, as Aubrey and I have talked about in the past on several of the episodes, we both tend to have uh, a shiny object syndrome um, problem, I guess, with our business. And that definitely reflected in our end of the year spending and everything that happened. Anyway, I won't spoil everything, but actually we did want to try and take a positive spin from it and really provide, even though tax time is over for this year and we have all survived, although not without uh, some wounds, (laughs) we did want to provide some, some tips and some things that we learned from our experience. So hopefully, uh, you will learn from our mistakes and set yourself up really well for a great tax season next time around. Hey boss ladies, I'm Alexa Bigwarf and I'm the founder of Cat Biggie Press and Write, Publish, Sell. I help women fulfill their book writing dreams through author coaching and publishing support. You can find out more at writepublishsell.co. Hey y'all, I'm Aubrey Mathis, owner and founder of Today May Suck, a comfort gift company for your peeps going through the suckiest of times. I also help moms get off the couch and into some hills, create a biz they love and live a life unpinned. For more information, visit AubreyMathis.com. Together, we bring you real talk from life-experienced women, celebrating, empowering, and encouraging the woman behind the kids, the marriage, and the business. We know that you don't have to be super mom to be a super mom. So join us and lose the cape. Three, two, one, blast off. My daughter started saying that lately. <laughs> okay, hey, so whatever t- works. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Okay, so today we are getting down and dirty with our our self-assessment post-tax submission, I suppose you could say. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, Yes, so we're going to share some lessons learned today for new business owners. And even though taxes are done for 2017, hopefully this will help you in the next go round because Aubrey and I, we, uh, we both went through some rough patches with our taxes. Man, I was, yeah, pretty sure the world was opening up and, you know, then I saw people protesting and I'm like, well, why can't I be one of them? You know, (laughs) we don't normally get political on this show, but I have to tell you how pissed off I have been lately (laughs) about the whole Trump tax thing, because I'm like, the dude's a quadrillionaire, and he gets out of so many taxes and doesn't even have to tell anybody what he did or didn't do, and here I am barely making minimum wage. (laughs) And that's what, you know, you're scared that if you, you know, if you quote unquote fluff a little bit, so you don't, you know have to pay your whole savings that you're going to get audited and go to prison and lose everything for, you know, $50 that you're like, I'm going to hide this $50. Right. Or, or, you know, uh, I didn't exactly keep a receipt, but I'm fairly certain I paid three twenty seven. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. No taxes suck. Taxes do suck. And we are not by any means saying either of us did either of those examples. We are just providing examples. Yes. Like I quote unquote, if these are all hypothetical situations. 
that right. you could get yourself into. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and start off uh, with one of the lessons learned that I took, and that was um, the whole like management of costs and expenditures and making sure that you do that uh, each month. And this is something I've been telling myself all year long. I need to do an end of month reconciliation uh, because I really did have receipts for everything. Thankfully, everything is done. I use I either use a credit card or PayPal for everything, and so I had all the receipts, but they were all they were all over the place. I had email receipts in my inbox. I had PayPal two PayPal accounts at the beginning of the year, plus a Stripe account, plus three credit cards. So I have all the documentation, but it was a nightmare. Night mare trying to put it all together. I can't even tell you, I spent two entire days just going through receipts and accounts and putting everything where they needed to be. So that is my lesson number one and something I am implementing as we speak is to each month, first of all, first of all, back, let me back up. I am only using one credit card for business stuff. That's key number one. Key number two is about, I don't know, October, November of last year, I got smart enough and opened up a separate PayPal account that is only for incoming deposits for work things and I only use for work expenditures. Um, and I'm not an LLC, I'm a sole proprietor. So you can, you know, that you hear about commingling and all that stuff. But it, when you're just a sole proprietor, you have a little bit more flexibility in what accounts you spend from and all of that stuff. So I'm not worried about getting in trouble for them being in separate accounts. However, it was so confusing and so hard to pull it all together. So I've cut down to one credit card for business expenses, and I have cut down to um, one PayPal account that all of my stuff goes into and out of for business-related, period, no exceptions. And that helps. So at the end of the month now, each month, I am going through and reconciling all of those things, looking what I have spent, looking what I have earned already putting them into my spreadsheet so I can see and track the difference. And that's going to make filing so much easier for me next year. What about yeah. you, Aubrey? I bought QuickBooks yesterday. Aha. <laughs> I got QuickBooks um, self-employed as a freebie after I filed with TurboTax. So I've got that uh, for a year that I'm going to use too. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that was a net, that was $199. So <laughs> let's just start off. In the red again, <laughs> but I think uno. it will help. I think it will help because like you, I had three different credit cards, you know, so many different PayPal accounts. Um, but my one credit card that I use the most, I also use for groceries and gas mm -hmm. and personal stuff, but it does break it down when you print out your printout, uh -huh. like gas, food, services, holy crap, did I spend the money on some services? <laughs> uh, you know, and it's funny because we're interviewing Tanya Rainier a little bit later on and we're going to talk about the money mindset and all this stuff. But Aubrey and I have had this conversation many times about, and I think a lot of, I think a lot of uh, solopreneurs and a lot of new entrepreneurs struggle with this same thing where you're thinking, okay, I'm building this business. I need this course on Facebook ads. I need this course on Pinterest. I need this course on this, this, and this. And 
if you're not watching what you're spending each month, which neither of us were, if you're not really sitting down with a plan on what you want to accomplish for the year and thinking, and this is something I do now every time, because I am a shiny object syndrome person. Every time a new course pops up, I'm like, ooh, that looks really good. And I get, luckily, my credit card is maxed out, so I have no choice. Right now. <laughs> but, Can't get that. but, you know, I do, I have to pause now and say, okay, one, when am I going to have the time to do this? That's the other thing. That's the other thing that became really apparent to me as I was going through my receipts. I had receipts for courses that I bought and I'd never even opened the email. So I had this welcome to the program email sitting there. So now I'm trying to figure out when I actually do all these courses that I purchased. Um, and they were good. They're good courses. They're very useful courses. If I would actually do them, I would be so much farther ahead in my business. But it's one of those things that I need to say, okay, do I really need this? Is Pinterest part of my strategy for this quarter? And if not, I don't need a course on Pinterest right now. Save myself the money. You know, right. so that's, that's something I'm, I'm starting to implement now. Well, I think that's our, as new entrepreneurs, you feel like we have to have all this stuff. And I will shout out to Jessica Stansberry. I bought a course from her. She's amazing. The first two modules were amazing. But I keep getting reminders, Aubrey, you haven't finished your course yet. Yes, Jessica, yeah. I know, because I just don't have time. I know. And, um, well, yeah, and we talked to, to Carrie Green about courses and, and um, kind of the changing nature. I mean, not Carrie Green, Carrie Rose. Rose. Uh, Rose, about um, the changing nature of courses and how much she uh, recommends people doing really short, targeted courses so that people actually can get in, do what they need to do and get out. And I think that's so smart because who really has time? I mean, unless I say this as I am launching a 12 week program this week, but it's a little bit different because each week is action oriented step. And there's so much that has to be done to publishing a book that I think people who are really committed to publishing the book are going to take the time to go through that. Right. But there's so many other things that it's like, I don't have the time to spend 64 hours on Facebook ads courses. You know? Yes. I really wish that I had had that realization before I spent the money on the course. Well, mm. I think we think we have to do it ourselves because we will end up cheaper in the long run. Right. It's a big myth. You don't yes. because so I bought a Pinterest course when I first started. Haven't done it and I have just hired a, someone to take over my Pinterest. Exactly. You know what? This is the funny, this is what I tell my authors too, because it's the same kind of scenario, like exactly what you just said. People think, okay, I'm going to do the interior layout. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that because I want to save myself $1,500 or whatever. But then you wind up messing it up, spending tons and tons and tons of time trying to do it. And at the end of the day, you wind up hiring a professional to do it for you. So did you yes. save yourself any money by trying to do No. DIY? And Absolutely the biggest not. part I have spent so much wasted time. Like I can get over yes. the money. It's the, the time, time that I have wasted trying to do it myself when I'm like, okay, this is off my plate and it's going to be done right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so um, yeah. seeing the numbers. Yeah. Seeing the numbers helps because I'm a definite, oh, if I don't see it, it's not for real. <laughs> that's me too. That's me too. I hit, and I'm so, I'm so ashamed of myself from a money perspective on that. Um, ClickFunnels is a great example. I used ClickFunnels to run my summit last summer and it was amazing for what I needed it to do. 
when I was done with it, I had all these great ideas of funnels that I was going to build and implement. So I kept paying the monthly fee. I paid that monthly fee for six months. That's $600 and did nothing with ClickFunnels. If I had been looking at my money each month and if I had been saying, you just spent $97 again on ClickFunnels and you did nothing, maybe I would have canceled that account four months ago. Right. You know? Yes. So yeah, I think because that's- when you see a small number, like $39.99 a month, it's like, right. eh, it's 40 bucks. But then when you see it at the end of the year, yes. I'm like, I could have paid a VA. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a good, that's a good point too. And in fact, I think I'm going to set up my spreadsheet so that it tallies how much I've spent each month, like on that program, like have a, you know, equal sum of blah, blah, blah. So that mm-hmm. I see like, okay, it was only $30 this month, but guess what? It's April. And now you've spent 90, $120. Mm-hmm. Are you using it? Are you using it? Yeah. I don't know. I'm really curious when people listen to this, we would love for your feedback on it. If you've, um, if you had a similar situation, how you manage yours so that you don't get into this kind of situation like we have and, um, yeah, any tips you have or any frustrations that you have so we can commiserate. Right. (laughs) Right. But we, you know, it's those lessons learned. And I think this year was a big learning curve in business for me on what I need, what I don't need. I am to the point where, and I love groups. I love Facebook groups, but I'm getting out of them because I don't need them so much anymore. Right. Same thing goes with these courses. I don't need the courses. I need the actual people doing it for me. Yes, exactly. (laughs) It's so much, it's so much better to pay someone who knows what they're doing and you don't have to stress over about it, stress about it. And it gets done. I mean, how many times have we said, Oh, I really want some graphics for X, Y, and Z. And three months later, we still don't have graphics for it. And that's, what's holding us back from promoting it or from, you know, whatever. Right. Well, I'm a product based business and I spent so much on the courses and I'm like, they're like, well, what do you sell? Um, well, I don't have any money to buy any products. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't really sell. I have a really good idea. <laughs> and as soon as I get some money from these courses that I need to take to learn how to do, <laughs> exactly. I'm going to get some products. So yeah, it. Um, I definitely spun some wheels. But like I said, it's, you know, and there are some really great courses if you are an implementer. But if you are like me and Alexa, who are not, then you will understand you you don't need that you don't need all the courses. You do not need all the courses. You just don't. You need my course. No. Yes, <laughs> you do. You do. And you are going to write a, packages. <laughs> yes, yes. As soon as I get some product. <laughs> Oh my gosh. By the time this airs, I will have product. I am ordering product because yes, you will. Just in the last three months, I have kept back three different things, which has saved me almost a thousand dollars a month. A thousand dollars a month? What the hell were you doing? Girl. I was proud of myself for cutting back a hundred dollars a month. A thousand. A thousand. Holy shit monkeys. That's my new Mm -hmm. expression. Well, if I were to shit, it would be monkeys. <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, we're the real deal, y'all. Please learn from our mistakes <laughs> because yes. we've made some big ones. And um, we interview, we said we we're going to interview Tanya next. Both, I think Alexa and I had um, 
a chat with Tanya that we both ended up in blubbery messes because she was kind of like, it was like going to confession, I think. Uh, absolutely. And we confessed all our money sins. And when it started coming out, it was like, <laughs> I couldn't stop. I mean, oh it was just gosh. a waterfall. It was terrible. I mean, it was wonderful, but it was terrible. I'm poor Tanya. I wonder how many people just like absolutely just come to her just blubbering messes. <laughs> yeah. It's um so taxes, yes. Yes, they back can to taxes. Be, they can be both um they're just horrible in general, but you definitely learn a lot about yourself. Um, okay. So my next lesson learned. So we talked about, um, doing the monthly reconciliation, really looking at your expenses and getting rid of the stuff that you don't really need, um, sitting down and making a quarterly plan so that you know what it is that you need or not. If I had just thought to myself, is Pinterest part of my strategy? Honestly, do I have the time to implement this? I mean, it's a great course, fantastic course, but I haven't done any of the modules. Uh, yeah. Okay. So the next thing then um, would be procrastination. And I am, I know Aubrey and I are not the only ones because I saw some Facebook messages yesterday about people freaking out worse than I was about meeting the deadline. Um, so I'm glad, I'm really glad that I tried to get a little bit of a headway on it because if I had waited until Sunday, for example, the amount of time I spent putting those receipts all together, I would have either had to file for an extension or I would have been up for 48 hours straight trying to get it all together. Or I would have just completely flubbed it and been like, yeah, I think I spent about $2,000 on this and that would have gotten me in trouble. So we don't want to do it that way. So start earlier, start, start, start loading it up as soon as you start getting your your yeah every single thing and I, I have gotten better not since January probably just since like March and April um like I said I bought QuickBooks yesterday which I'm gonna install and try to learn today <laughs> maybe I should take a course <laughs> <laughs> no no I'm sure they um, have some help modules on QuickBooks I'm sure I'm going to YouTube it. You can find anything on YouTube, right? Um, but I am, I am getting so, and it's amazing, just a different mindset changing about what you need. Like you said, if I would have looked at the numbers and said, I, I'm not using ClickFunnels. Girl, I haven't even had my eyebrows waxed. Like I am getting so cheap. I'm like, I bought hair color from Walmart yesterday. <laughs> But I'm like a thousand dollars on programs yes. not using yeah. and I'm kind of like a like you know I love my Red Bull but they're like 250 a Red Bull and I can drink like you know two or three a day so I bought the generic brand of energy <laughs> stuff that you put in your water it's working it's you know working. it's working it's it's not my Red Bull but I am like okay we are going to cut down because it takes money to make money and I'm spending money in the wrong places. Um, and I, I got, um, because you are the, what is it? You are the sum of the five people you hang around with. And it's like all the women in my little group, we have the same problem with the courses and, Mm -hmm. Oh, I need this. So me and, Bertia from Friends and Fretness, we start texting each other. I th- I'm thinking about buying this and we just say, no, you don't need it. I, but can't, believe, I can't believe you haven't boxed me that yet. I know. <laughs> well, it just started. She was like, I'm thinking about, 
um, hiring somebody to do Facebook ads. Let's talk this through. <laughs> do you need the Facebook ads? Right. Um, what are you going to get out of it? Right. So, yeah, you know, just telling somebody maybe other than your spouse mm -hmm. um, or someone who shares the responsibility of the finances because, well, my CFO would say no to everything. I guess. Another, <laughs> another reason why I'm breaking out into hives because it's like, well, I might not have told you about that one. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what is this? What is this? And, and then he would ask because he's a numbers person and he's a better business person, obviously. What was your ROI on that? And I'm like, uh, there wasn't. Yes. Yeah, so this so, leads into the next lessons learned, which is marital stress. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Open communication. <laughs> Open. If you think it's going to stress you out in April when you start your taxes, don't do it. <laughs> don't do it or at least have the conversation with them about it before you do because, yeah. Right. And seriously, ask yourself those questions. Will it truly, even though that person is pushing it and saying you can five times your income, mm -hmm. I mean, seriously, seriously, think about it. It does happen for some people. I know myself, it's not going to because I won't, I didn't enjoy school when I was in school. I don't know what makes me think I'm going to enjoy classes now. Yeah. Um, Seriously, think about where, where you're spending your money. And right now I would say spend it on the people who already know it. Yeah, exactly. And then one day, if you want to become a Facebook ads expert or whatnot, you can go back and do it. But think about it. I mean, if you look at a big company, and I always use McDonald's as an example, but do you think the owner of McDonald's is running their ad strategy? Heck no. <laughs> They pay for somebody to do that. Yeah. That's his wheelhouse, his wheelhouse is running. hamburgers. Think, yeah. You know, whatever his wheelhouse is. Yeah. It, and it's, I think this is a funny thing with um, small businesses and entrepreneurs that we do want to try and cut corners, but sometimes those corners wind up much, much costlier at the end of the day. Yes. Um, there was something I wanted to say to you that, uh, when we were talking about products and I wanted to ask you if you saw Julie Ball's post um, about her truck full of boxes. I have a coffee out. chat with her. Yes. I messaged I was, her. Yeah. And that just, that may seem totally off the topic to a listener. Why <laughs> did I jump there? But the reason I said that is because Aubrey made the great point of if I had just spent the time of working on my business and investing in products for me to sell in my boxes and doing those things instead of investing in all these other things to get myself there. Maybe it would be Aubrey posting a picture of a, of yes. a nail truck completely full of her boxes going out. So yeah. Think of you us are when you're deciding whether or not you need to spend money on something. <laughs> Is this something Alexa and Aubrey would do? If you say yes, then don't do it. Don't do it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know, and there are, there are times when you need it. I did take a two hour and it goes back to the courses. It was a two hour one and done how to write copy course. And she went step-by-step step. in two hours. I sat down, there was nothing being emailed to me in two weeks. It was here. I'm gonna teach you how to write it. 
and I wrote it and it was one and done 40 bucks. Yeah. Not a recurring $40 a month because right. that adds up. I even was in one group. It was a membership site and it, I was like, Oh, it's only $14. And then I added it up and I'm like 20, 40, 60, 80. Mm-hmm. Why was I in that? I, I never even got, I never even posted a question in the group. Right. Yeah. So, and then another question I start asking myself, is this only benefiting the person who's selling it? Right. And, and talk to me about that. How do you, um, how do you make that decision? How do you figure that out? How do I, I really think if I need it and then I go back through and I start googling them and I start researching them and if it's if they have the same people promoting them the same three people as their cheerleaders and I'm all about cheerleaders Mm -hmm. but if it's the same ones and it's been the same ones I start to question it because we all scratch each other's backs right so I really am digging a lot deeper into did this really only work for them okay okay you want to see and you want to see lots of testimonials lots of different people I do Mm -hmm. I do and I I was jumping in to the before you Mm -hmm. know just because they look fancy schmancy Mm -hmm. you know we're not all fancy schmancy no we are no but if they look real if they look real and they're like look this is what I do and I'm not gonna lie to you I'm not a millionaire but I can help you along with your business. The ones who say, I'm going to help you make money, I question them. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. Um, And, you know, I got really caught up in the whole idea of funnels for a while. And I would see people talking about how I made a hundred thousand dollars in my launch with this program or Mm -hmm. this funnel or whatever. And yeah, I was like, sign me up. I want to know how to do that in one Uh day. But then when I really started looking at it, Nobody does that in one day. It took them probably years of email list building and connection mm-hmm. building and learning, you know, growing a team and doing so many things. Nobody starts out with no knowledge and launches a no. $1,000 funnel. No, I, I was listening to something the other day on email funnels and, you know, I'm not saying that they don't work. They probably do, but the statistics now of the open rates, you have to literally, in order to even have a $50,000 launch, $100,000, you have to have like a minimum of 300,000 people on your list. If you break it, if you break it down to the percentage of people who are opening it, then the percentage of people who are buying it at like a $200 price point. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Hmm. So the numbers, I, I seriously look at my eyebrows. They haven't been waxed. My hair hasn't been coloring. I got cheap energy drink <laughs> and I'm, I am, if you are a product maker, invest in your product. Don't invest in the courses. That that's the number one thing I can tell you because we're a different kind of beast, a different business. We don't, I don't know that I necessarily even need an email list, especially for my business, because I'm a specific time in life type product. Right. So if I'm going to email you every day, are you having a bad day yet? Are you having a bad day yet? Is today a bad day? No, I think, I think you're exactly right. I think it depends on what it is that you need and, and what the roadmap is to get there. Because like, um, like you said, with the sales copy course for $40 for two hours, you knew you could block it off, sit down and have it done. 
that to me is well worth the time and money mm-hmm. invested. It's done, you know? So yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Let me think. What else did I learn? Oh, here's one that I am really glad I was doing some research on. Okay. So I officially launched my business as a freelance writer mm, three years ago, I think. Right. And last year I just went ahead and put everything under freelance writer again. This year, my business or 2016, my business shifted dramatically. I went from more from writing for income to helping other people publish and, and, um, and author coaching and all that kind of stuff. So originally I was just, it's still entering everything under the freelance writer stuff. Cause I was like, you know, same, same business. I'm not an LLC. I'm still a sole proprietor. But then I read something about startup costs and your first year of business. So I went back through and I separated out all the income that I earned from freelance writing, which was still carrying over from the last year because I still write articles and get paid for that. Um, And then I started a new business under Write, Publish, Sell so that I would get the benefit of not even not even just a benefit, but I was concerned when people came and audited my stuff, they'd be like, why in your third year of business do you still have this high of expenses related mm. to income? But they're much more likely to look at you. And, and it's true. It was a completely different, uh, as of May of last year, I, com- I started a new venture. So it is like a separate business and you should, you should set them up separately. And if you're using a small business, I use TurboTax next year. I think I'm going to have to hire a real accountant, but um, this year I use TurboTax and it it allows you to set up multiple different businesses. So if you are, uh, and then, oh no, I sold Jamberry last year. So that's set up as a completely separate business. Make sure that you are separating them out so that your income and expenses are properly lined up with the business. Yes. And, um, you know, I spent a lot of money to get right published sell off the ground this last year. So it, it's going, it makes me feel a lot more comfortable with how my expenses are broken out, having it lined up the right way. Yeah. Yeah. And then I guess to make light of this whole, this sucks, business sucks kind of topic. Um, use, use it now. Like I am on a clear path and this year I will, I am projected to make profit this year. If you know, all the numbers line out and I change my password to PayPal to where I can never get into it. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. uh, Yeah. Like here, (laughs) my mom has my credit card right now. So I'm like, you know, at 37, yes, I need someone to monitor my spending because that's the type of person I am. I don't think, and I think if it's perfectly okay to say that, that I'm 37 and I will buy eight pairs of shoes. If you give me the credit card and I go in and want eight pairs of shoes. Well, I mean, yeah, not all of us are controlled spenders, but yeah, (laughs) you know, the thing about being a small business owner though, is that we're creatives. Most of the people in our circle are creatives. We come in with ideas and, and things that we want to do to make the world a better place. We don't come in with a business background. Mm-hmm. We don't come in knowing tax codes and what you can write off and what you can't write off, which is another huge lesson learned on all. Oh my gosh. And today is the 20th, not to interrupt you, but I have like 
the 19th, honey. Sales tax. Okay, well, tomorrow then I have sales tax due. See, this is how on top of things I am. All right, so talk to me about that. Cause sales that because- tax, because I have a um, wholesale tax ID license where I can buy my product, then at cost, I have to pay a income or a like a retail tax on it, yeah. sales tax, because I'm not paying, like if I bought from right published sale and I said, can, this is my tax ID number. Don't charge me tax. Okay. I still have to pay for that somewhere. To, somebody has to pay that tax. Right. Okay. So I would pay it on what I'm, it's kind of, yeah, like it's based on your sales, which mm. I won't pay too much, <laughs> but I am in the setup to be in the June Dallas market so my next quarterly taxes, they're going to start looking like, oh, well, you were here and we see you made right. this much. So right. yeah, on top of income taxes, I have now this tax that I am responsible for. Is that a Texas thing or is that a product-based thing? I think it's a Texas thing. Okay. Okay. I could be wrong. Don't get me. I, I could be wrong, but mm-hmm. I pay the state of Texas this. I pay the state comptroller. Okay. Got it. Yeah. And my inspections out in my car, so that's another government <laughs> tags yeah. that I have to. But yeah, Texas is a little different as far as what we pay and uh-huh. the income taxes and stuff. Uh, I'm trying to think. I think that covers pretty much the biggest stuff for me. I mean, the biggest lesson learned was knowing was really do it monthly, start earlier, keep everything organized and separated out and, um, and really evaluate my, yeah the return on investment of what, what I'm spending on. Yeah. You can start always- asking yourself those deep questions. Is it benefiting me or the person selling it? Mm-hmm. You know, and like I said, seeing those numbers, even seeing the numbers on what we spent eating out has changed my perspective. Mm-hmm. I'm like, holy crap. I spent a lot at Starbucks. Yeah. Because it's like $11 here, $12 here. It adds up. And people think, oh, well, you know, if you break it down, it's not that big of a deal. No, when you see $6,000 just on like McDonald's and Chick-fil-A. Yeah, that hurts. Yeah. That hurts. Now, granted, we're on the road a lot. because True. So we do eat. There is a time, there is a time period, but it's still, it's like, whoa, I could have invested $6,000 into my business that was, would actually grow it. So seeing the numbers, even though it was hell, it -hmm. has been hell, it was stressful on my marriage. Um, Seeing the numbers, I needed to see them. It was a wake up call. Like I needed to see them. Yeah. So look at your numbers, people. If you're not a numbers person. Just cowgirl up, look at them. And start today. I mean, it's, it will be the end, of the end of the month soon. Do your January, February, March, and April and figure out how much you've already spent, what you've been spending on. I bet you, you could find 150 at least dollars of things that you're spending on monthly that you don't really need that you can save in the long run. So yeah. While this was not the most exciting topic of conversation, I hope that it was useful to anyone who is struggling with this. If you're new to your business or have been in it for a couple of years and are still struggling with it, I know it was um, really eye-opening and scary to me. Yes, but we've got it now. 
Yes. We know, we know, you know, what is it? The first step of recovery is admitting you have a problem. We have admitted it to the world. It is out there. Everyone knows that um, we spent a lot of money, obviously, on courses that we didn't need. It's out. We're done. We're done. No more. We're going to high vibe on some good stuff now. That's exactly right. Okay. <laughs> Y'all have a great day and um, feel free to come on over to the Facebook page, losethecape.com is not the address, but <laughs> facebook.com forward slash lose the cape is, and we would love to, um, to chat with you about this topic. Yes. Have a great day. Have a great day.